For those of you who are currently struggling with mental health issues, anxiety, depression, bipolar disorder, and or eating disorders, please know this is a trigger warning. You may not feel comfortable listening to this episode. I do talk about some things that might hit maybe a little bit too close to home. So just be mindful at any point in this episode, if you feel you should click off, please feel free to do so. Hello, welcome back to Macro Magic with Michelle. I'm your host, Michelle Williams also known as the Freedom Fairy on YouTube, TikTok, and Patreon. I wanted to give you guys this episode before I went on to the next medication in the series. Um, If you guys have listened to the previous episode of Medicated Michelle, I told you guys my experience with Zyprexa, and I left off with my psychiatrist writing me a new prescription, and I did not give you guys the name of it, and before I tell you guys the story of that medication, I feel like it's very, very important that I tell you guys about this one, and this medication I only took for a very short amount of time. This medication was prescribed to me by one of the main characters in the Zyprexa story. She is the main character, one of the main characters of this story. And the year was 2009. It was the summer of 2009. And she was, I'm not sure what her, what her, um, why she prescribed this to me. And I I should take that back because she never prescribed it to me. She only gave me samples. Uh, Because this medication wasn't really available otherwise, And I cannot tell you with 100% certainty what the name of this medication was. All I can tell you is that it was a sample. And from my memory, which could be wrong, uh, I feel like it was a generic of of the the medication Wellbutrin. When I told other mental health professionals about my experience with this medication, they all said there's no generic for Wellbutrin. And at the time, I just didn't have have the thought to look it up online or anything like that. I had the internet, but I just never took it upon myself to look into it myself. I just thought, well, then I don't know what this medication was. And I re- 
recently looked into it uh, as I was searching for images for the thumbnails of these episodes of Medicated Michelle, and I found out that there is a generic for Wellbutrin, but it's not available to the public because there are so many problems associated with this medication. So let's get into it, shall we? Started giving me the sample. I feel like it was the generic of Wellbutrin. And uh, I felt really weird taking a medication from Dr. when she couldn't even write a prescription for it. I felt like that was really weird. Like, why are you just giving me these pills? And she told me they were samples. So I didn't really know what that meant. I just thought it's really weird because all my life, if I'm gonna take a medication, no matter what it is, the doctor writes me a prescription. And I take that little piece of paper and I go to the pharmacy and I get my medication. I thought it was really weird that she's just had these pills at her disposal and she was just giving them to me. It just felt very weird to me. So I didn't really take them. Uh, she had given given them to me a couple times, but I never took them. Um, and until I would say like August, September, definitely, yeah, definitely August 2009, I forget what motivated me to start taking them. Uh, maybe she had asked me at my checkup, maybe she asked me, Michelle, how, how are those pills going for you? And I told her, well, I didn't really take them. And she's like, what? You need to take them. So she gave me more pills. And I thought, okay, well, she wants me to take these pills. I guess I'll start taking them. Big mistake. Huge. <laughs> like that scene in Pretty Woman. Oh, you guys work on commission, right? big mistake. Huge. <laughs> That's what this situation was. So I can't tell you exactly. I think I probably could tell you. I guess the first side effect I noticed of these pills were that was that I was really nauseous. Nausea. And that's something I, when I did my recent research about it, that's something people did say they experienced with it. So I was very nauseous um, or nauseated, whichever one it is. And because of that, I really didn't have an appetite. I didn't feel like eating. And this was kind of a big problem because I was still in recovery from my eating disorder. Uh, you know, I just had gone through like two or three months in a, in a higher level of care uh, day program for my eating disorder. Um, so to work so hard for my um, 
behaviors towards food and my feelings about it and to finally get to a place where you know the program thinks I'm doing really well and then to immediately start taking these pills that kind of take away my appetite it felt like really weird like why did I work so hard to get to this point to be normal with food and then now I'm taking this medication and I don't have an appetite it just felt like so weird like two steps forward three steps back and extremely frustrating but I kept taking these pills Dr. Kiefer wanted me to take them let's give them a fair shot and this was um yeah I was I was already taking Zyprexa so it was within this few years that I was working with Dr. During this time I had this crush on a ballet boy that I had that I had taken classes with the summer before when I told you guys about that summer intensive. There was this really cute guy who's really good at ballet in my eyes. I my other friends that were dancers, they saw him dance and they're like, Michelle, he's not even that good. <laughs> But to me, maybe because I had a crush on him, I thought he was so great. Um, and so he was in a lot of uh, performances, you know, musical theater performances, and I really liked him, so I wanted to see all his shows. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I'm on this medication, uh, and... One of the big things, one of the other big side effects was that I had really, really, really slowed down, I guess, motor control. I don't know what you call it, um, but basically, I remember I was driving. Um, I had seen this, this crush in his show and I had one of my friends from church with me and she had come as my sidekick so I wouldn't feel like you know like a loner watching him and and I wanted to hang out with him but I I was scared to hang out with him by myself because I was just very self-conscious and all this stuff and didn't know really how to act or anything like that so anyway so I'm driving my boy crush and my friend from church in my car and I'm driving really crazy and I know that I was driving crazy but it didn't this is what I say like I guess it's motor control because it's like I would see a stop sign but it wouldn't register in my brain to slow down until I already passed the stop sign I was running through red lights um, and once again it's like I saw the red light but I couldn't start to press the brakes until when I was in the intersection so I was it was a very dangerous situation and I felt so embarrassed that I was driving so recklessly and I was like driving over curbs people this is just one car ride. <laughs> this is just one car ride. I just remember it so vividly because I was already like hyper aware because I had my crush in my car with me. And I was just like, I was just so like, oh my God, he thinks I'm a psychopath, which like 
I mean, was that inaccurate? I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was the really, like, big kind of wake-up call. Like, whoa, I think this medication's messing with me. And then, um, like, so that was, like, within a few weeks of me taking that medication, a month to a few weeks of me taking that medication. And then the next month, I had to move into my new... Um, off-campus apartment for college and so I had all my boxes packed up with all my stuff and so moving day came and the night before I was supposed to move into my off-campus housing for the next school year um, I couldn't sleep I couldn't sleep I couldn't sleep and this uh, was starting to become a problem. I was already struggling with insomnia um, when I first started school, when I was in the dorms. And I just noticed when I took this medication, my insomnia got worse. And so this specific day, it was really highlighted because I didn't sleep at all the night before. Uh, I just couldn't sleep. And I, we had to wake up very early because um, I guess everyone that was moving into the off-campus housing, they had to come in at a certain time, you know, d different time frames. And um, it took a while to get to my, from my hometown to my school town. It took like an hour or so. And plus we had to load up all the boxes in my car and my mom's car and all this stuff. So I had to wake up so early, I didn't sleep. I wasn't really eating because I didn't have an appetite. I was nauseated. And then I started to notice just, I guess, my general physical balance because I started tripping a lot. I started like having accidents, um, dropping things. I started to notice my body was shaking. So it wasn't, it was not only that I didn't have good balance. It was also now I had a tremor. So that's another thing that I read in that, um, when I was doing research about this medication, that was another common side effect was tremors um, and insomnia, actually. So yeah, I was tremoring. I was off balance, literally, tripping and bumping into things, dropping things, and I also had a tremor. And I was nauseated, and I didn't have an appetite, and I couldn't sleep. And my, my, uh, you know, I don't know, is that what it's called? Motors, motor skills, you know, just like seeing the, the, I know that I'm supposed to stop at that sign, but it doesn't register for my body to do something until after, you know, so all these things are happening. And so now I'm supposed to move into my apartment, very, you know, physical labor intensive. So you know, my mom and I are trying to like carry all these boxes up these flights of stairs in these elevators, you know, heavy stuff, a lot of stuff all day. And I just remember the whole day feeling at any moment I was going to pass out. I just felt that way. I just felt like, okay, am I going to pass out now? Am I going to pass out now? Am I going to pass? I feel like I'm going to pass out. But, um, I don't think I told my mom that. I just think I just told her like, oh, I just feel tired or something like that. Um, 
yeah so I continued taking that medication for a couple of months maybe like five or six months and I remember in school it was very hard especially when it came to you would think as a dance major it would the the problems would be more apparent in dance class because like I said I was tripping accident prone shaking you would think that'd be more apparent in my dance classes it wasn't so apparent in my dance classes maybe because you know I'm constantly in motion I mean especially um that in that time ballet wasn't really emphasized at my school it was actually really looked down upon which is like why do you even offer ballet if you're just gonna shit on it all the time yeah I don't get that but anyway um but no it was when I was in my academic classes when I would have to sit and take notes because my tremors were so bad I couldn't even have my hands like on the desk because you could see them shaking and I just felt very self-conscious and I felt like people would look at me and think why is that girl shaking that's so weird you know and so it got so bad that I couldn't even write because my hand would shake so bad my writing was illegible or it looked like lightning bolt font or something it was just shaking so much so I couldn't even write notes um so that's when I was like I really need to not take this medication and thankfully I don't know I don't know what it was maybe it was because my doctor knew that this wasn't really a medication that was I don't know approved for the public but when I told her um you know I was I I'm sure I must have been saying stuff throughout the months but with that medication she did listen to me to a certain extent I guess when I told her like I can't write notes in school anymore I think that's when she's like okay let's just okay let's just not take this anymore um so that I will say I was thankful that she kind of listened to me I mean she in all honesty like from the beginning the fact you know all the um like especially like the car thing like I can't be driving and then like that is a hazard to <laughs> other people like are you kidding me if I'm not stopping at stop signs like what um but no I drove for months like that um thank god that um you know no one suffered too greatly I mean I did get in a huge car I did total my car I'm not sure I think that was a little bit after that medication but um another thing I will say with this medication is that like it also interfered with my speech so uh specifically I remember like I'm a cancer people okay 
I have a can four planet Cancer stellium in the 11th house that includes my Mercury. So I listen to the same music a hundred times. Like I rarely listen to new music. I like what I like and I like to listen to what I know I like. This is the same thing with shows. I know my shows that I like. I know my movies that I like. I just want to keep watching the same movies, the same shows. I just want to keep listening to the same music. It feels comforting to me. I like it. I don't know. I, can any of you guys relate? I don't know. So, yeah. So, when I like something, I know what it's about. I know it word for word. I know all the little things. I really know what I know. So, I would be in my car running through stop signs and stoplights. <laughs> um, you know tapping cars in the parking lot, running over curbs and, you know, stuff like that. And I'd have my same rotation of music. And I, I like to sing with my music because I like my music and it's fun to sing in the car. But I would slur my words or I would get the lyrics messed up. And it's like, these are songs that I've been listening to for years on repeat why am I I know this song why can't I sing to it why is it like hula bella goga I was like that or I was like shinga goga I was like that <laughs> I was like whoa what is happening to me this is so weird it was yeah so this medication, which I really believe was the generic for Wellbutrin, I think that was the worst medication I ever took because of the amount of very noticeable, very life-intrusive uh, side effects, which, speaking with Julie Tara, if you guys haven't listened to that episode, she just calls them effects, so that's what I'm just going to call them because, yeah, they were effects, and I went through them, and they were real, and, um, yeah, I mean, there's a reason why that medication wasn't publicly distributed and why it's still not available to this day, and I feel like it's a red flag when a doctor can't write you a prescription for it when the doctor's just giving you pills, it's kind of weird. I think that's a red flag. So, but I am thankful that she did listen to me. I think because she knew like, oh, I'm not really supposed to be giving these pills out, you know? Um, I don't know why she thought it would help me. You know, I don't know, it was really weird. But thankfully, I was only on it for a short amount of time and yeah, thank God that I didn't get into a serious car accident, you know, that involved me or that involved others. You know, thank God. Oh, and another thing I should tell you guys, I'm not sure if it's because of that, of this medication, or if it just took a very long time, like, if it just took a very long time to get out of my system, 
and or combination of other medications, but I had a tremor ever since I took this one. I had a tremor, um, a full body, excuse me, a full body 24-7 tremor for the next couple years. So I can't really tell you guys like, oh, this medication like stayed in me for this amount of years or and or if it was a combination of just way too much yin. I explained in one of my other podcasts about how nothing that we consume is good or bad. It's on a spectrum of yin and yang. And the whole thing about macrobiotics is that focus on what's in the middle of that spectrum to keep you centered emotionally, physically, spiritually, because while one one yin is not good or bad, yang is not good or bad, it's the fact that when you live a life of extremes, it's very hard to maintain your balance. It's very easy to become sick physically, mentally, spiritually. It's very easy to become out of line with your true self, with your natural pattern. Um, very easy to become disconnected from the universe, from the from the rhythm of this earth, from you know your your purpose in this life. From it's very easy to become disconnected from your fellow humans and animals and the natural world and the spiritual realm. It's just not it's just not um, a very good thing. You know, it just comes with so much. You just have to pay a very expensive price when you consume extremes. So basically what I'm saying is that because I was taking so much medication and even just one medication is extreme yin, the ultimate extreme yin. I wasn't just taking one medication. I was taking multiple. And on top of that, I was also consuming a lot of sugar, which is also extreme yin. It's not as extreme as medication, but it's the most extreme food in quotations because I don't think refined white sugar is really food. I honestly feel like it's a chemical, but it's used a lot as food. So I'm just saying like when you consume too much yin, you just it's very hard for you to calm down yin energy is upwards outwards expansive energy and I kind of talked about this oh I didn't even tell you guys <sighs> with this medication that's when I started hallucinating that's when my vivid dreams astral projection um, you know all these sleep paralysis started happening was when I took this medication and it didn't go away once I stopped taking this medication. Once again, I struggled with these phenomenon for years. So once again, I can't really say it was all this medication's fault. I only took it for a short amount of time. Maybe, yes, it was in my system for a long time. But at the same time, I was also taking a lot of other medications that you know, maybe didn't have the same effect on me, but they all have that extreme yin energy. 
also, while I was also consuming extreme yin on a regular basis, and I was not surrounding myself with, you know, people that were in such a good vibration themselves. So that is always a part of it. So many things are a part of it, but I'm just saying, yeah, these are all the things that happened with this medication and um, the side effects didn't necessarily go away immediately. Um, what did get better, I guess, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it just wasn't as bad. All the side effects actually, now that I'm thinking of it, did linger. The nausea kind of went away to some extent. Um, yeah, all of those side effects that I felt from this medication, they kind of lingered. But once again, I don't know if we could just blame it on this medication. It was probably a combination. So that is the story of this medication, which I really feel like is the generic of Wellbutrin. I can't say 100% certainty, but yeah, I'm glad I'm not on it. Do I recommend it? No. 1000% no. And I really recommend that you be very cautious if your doctor is just giving you pills and it's not a legitimate prescription. I think that is cause for red flags and maybe do your research on that pill before you just start taking it just because your doctor wants you to take it. And do I recommend psychiatric drugs? No, I do not. Of any kind, I do not recommend them. I recommend a lot of other things before you should even consider psychiatric medication. And with that, I also feel like you need to find a psychiatrist who's more open-minded, but even, like I mentioned in the previous episode, even if you do find a psychiatrist who's open-minded, just be aware that when you're sick and they prescribe you medication, there's something in it for them. When you're healthy, and you don't need medication, that's a client lost. That's money they're not getting anymore. So that's something to consider. And if you guys are interested in a total life view of looking at your health in a big picture sense, in a way that addresses multiple multiple issues of your health at once, I really suggest looking into macrobiotics, which I have plenty of, I talk about plenty, plenty about on my podcast, on my YouTube channel, on my TikTok, and feel free to do your own research. There's a lot of books out there that might be out of print, but really, really good really good philosophy and guidance of how to live a completely healthy life, not just focus on something so small, but to focus on the bigger picture so that you can address multiple issues at once. And it's a sustainable lifestyle that not just supports your 
health and happiness, but supports the health and happiness of everyone, of our earth, of our fellow humans, of the animals, of the plants, of the spiritual realm. So I hope you guys will take all that into consideration. And I hope you guys enjoyed this mini episode about the craziest medication I ever took. Have a great day. Peace. Video versions of Macro Magic with Michelle podcast are available for you to view on YouTube on my YouTube channel, The Freedom Fairy. This podcast is made possible in part by the patrons over on patreon.com slash the underscore freedom underscore fairy, where you can also sign up and become a supporter. To get a personalized reading from me, visit my Etsy shop, not your average card. You can click the link in the description of this episode. If you like what I have to share, please rate five stars and subscribe to this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Your ears and your attention are appreciated. Think differently and live peacefully.